What is going on, guys? I am literally jumping back on the podcast today, right this second, because it's time. I, uh, I've i got so much going on that it's not even funny. Um, the last time I was on here uh, doing podcasts, I was in a pretty different mindset and uh, not like a mental state, but a lot of things have changed um, for the better. I've done a lot of growing. I've had a uh, I've had my head down. I've I've really done a lot in the last uh, six months and a year. So um, I'm really excited to be circling back around to the podcast because, um, well, one, I just really love the podcast. I feel like it's the best way for people. I'm in my truck, by the way, the mobile office. Let me put my seatbelt on here since we're jumping on the highway for a good little run. Um, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm out here in Florida, so I'm leaving Melbourne Beach after hanging out with some friends and I'm heading into Orlando to get some work done. Uh, I got to pick up some furniture for some other friends and uh, I got to get to the shop. So I figured I would jump on here now that I'm finally feeling good enough to uh, do the podcast again and, and kind of give you guys at least an update of uh, everything I've got going on um, and kind of just do a filler in a fill in episode where I kind of let, let you guys know all the new stuff that I've gotten into and um, where I'm at with my moves and my mental states and, um, you know, just my ideas. And then uh, going forward with the podcast, I'm hoping to run them in my shop, have special guests, um, have it recorded because um, now I have a really good setting to do these podcasts in and I want it to be, uh, you know, visibly aesthetic and possible, I guess, because you guys have to listen to this over the phone right now. You can't see uh, what's going on. So I'm really excited about all of that that's going to be getting done. And I was like, damn, let me jump on here. Now I've got an hour and a half drive. So that's plenty of time to, um, you know, fill everybody in. So basically, um, we'll just start from kind of like January. So, um, in January I decided that I was going to get back in shape. I was going to get ready for a competition that I didn't know which one I was going to do. I just knew that I was going to start getting ready again. Um, Last year, 2021, in January, I made the same goal, and I did really well at that goal until about June, so halfway through the year in 2021. When I competed, I did well, but I fell off immediately afterwards, going through a lot of um, just home home issues and environmental issues, and, and just uh, I was going through a lot, and uh, I fell off. I didn't keep competing, and by December, um, I had lost everything I had built and then some, so I was pretty much just... Uh, out of shape. I was drinking. I was playing video games. I was appreciating the time off because I needed it because I had hyper stressed myself out about bodybuilding that year, especially, um, you know, when your life is so fucking busy that you can't bodybuild and you beat yourself up over it, you end up in a worse position because your life is probably pretty busy if you can't be a bodybuilder. So beating yourself up double time never really is good. So in December, I, you know, I was patient with myself. And then this year in January, I was like, that's it, no more. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going balls to the wall with this, and I'm not going to stop until I achieve these goals that I've set my, for myself since I was 19, 20. Like, I wanted to be a pro by the time I was 23, and I'm 25, so um, I need to figure this shit out, you know, in my mind. So that's why, um, you know, I started prepping in January. Or actually, I started prepping, but I didn't get back on like any cycles or anything. I really just started dieting, and then um, in February. I uh, was able to get my hands on some uh, prescription grade testosterone since my levels were so low and uh, I got on TRT and I started 
really reining in my diet, really started advancing in my training again. After taking a month off of training and then getting back into it, it can take a little bit of time, especially if you've been drinking and you deteriorated 10 pounds of muscle in a month. Uh, it takes some time to get back into the swing of training. So I had to be patient with myself in January, let myself get back into the swing of training intensely and then see if I was going to commit to it. So when I did, I let myself have the TRT and I let myself um, go heavier and harder in the gym. And really my motivation was so high after coming out of bad relationships and um, just losing friends left and right after I started this, this grind, I started to lose people because I was less available for them to take advantage of essentially. So, you know, that was a struggle, but also like I've been through loss so much that I've learned to appreciate what it brings because normally you lose things that you didn't fucking need or that were holding you back um, in one way or another. So, you know, with loss comes gain and new uh, opportunity. And I've, uh, I've become the person that takes advantage of that instead of sitting around wallowing in, in things that I lose. So anyways, you know, there's a lot going on with that kind of mindset when you're pushing yourself to be literally the most perfect in every way person. Like I have been fighting to be more physically capable, more mentally capable, more spiritually capable, more empathetic, more, more able to understand and realize and, and be self-aware and control the energy in a room to, to maintain positivity. Like I have been focusing on so many different parts of myself, which I have been for years, but I've never felt them all come together so cleanly. And I am not perfect in any way, but goddamn, the effort has really brought about some amazing changes um, within me. And I'm, I'm just very, very proud of myself these days. And when I take a step back and look at some of the things that I've been able to do recently, I, I, I just, I have to give myself a pat on the back. And the 12 year old inside of me, like, is so fucking happy and joyous and in awe of the man that I finally have turned into when, you know, he used to hide and not look me in the eyes in the mirror because of what a piece of shit I thought I was and how I acted. So, you know, the fact that the kid inside me can look me in the face with pride instead of, um, God damn, that almost made me cry. <laughs> you know, the fact that the kid inside me can look at, you know, me with pride and be like, damn, that's what I turned into versus, you know, how I used to feel. Um, it's fucking life changing. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself for sticking around and not, you know, leaving, you know, I'm fighting and, and, and being here for, for the good fight and, you know, coming out to what, to what feels like to be on top of, um, you know, my depression and my anxiety has, and becoming aware of like how I've done that has allowed me to really like get on top and stay on top and not be so attached to things to the point where now being on top is a very unstable platform. My on top platform is actually very stable now. Like I'm prepared for loss. I'm prepared for failure. I'm prepared for challenge and I'm prepared to work my ever loving dick off at any of those things in order to fight whatever I need to, to get what I want. And, um, you know, all of these things that I'm saying haven't really been possible for me internally because of how dark I was. And so that's like the biggest change for me is I finally, after years of being patient and working on this and talking about these things, and, you know, to myself and you guys hear some of the podcasts, but, um, 
most of what I what I've been working on isn't you know recorded. It's it's too much. Um, it's all in my head or it's anecdotal. Maybe I've written it down, but um, yeah, like just these years of hard work and effort. Like you know, people will tell you, yeah, I had depression and yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, and I, you know, when you finally get through it, which you will, you'll feel a whole lot better and this and that. And some of them recommend medication, some of them don't, and you're always like. Nah, there ain't no fucking way they know what I'm going through. Or, or even if you're like, yeah, you know what I'm going through, it's like it doesn't feel like it's ever going to go away. So even if you can remove your, remove yourself from comparing your pain to other people's, which you should never do, um, you know, you're still left with, uh, well, it's not going away. I'm fucking here. So that's why I talk about patience now more than anything, because patience will teach you, like, love, patience for yourself. Patience will teach you, like, the beauty of the process Patience will teach you how to be in the moment and allow yourself to make mistakes. Patience will teach you a lot and allow you to not be in a rush, which when you're in a rush makes you do things that aren't, God, these cops, that, you know, aren't necessarily the best choice or the best option. So being patient with yourself is a great way to stop beating yourself up and learning to laugh at yourself for your mistakes or understand that you're not perfect or you're not and you're human and everyone around you is making the same mistakes everyone around you is probably worried about the same things but at the same time everyone around you is probably more worried about themselves than you so when whether you're an introvert or an extrovert who's worried about like how you float around in society and what people are seeing you do and people are watching like just know that i'm out here not giving a fuck and it's fantastic and I'm not hurting anybody's feelings and I'm making people smile every day that I don't know. And that's the fucking energy, bro. Like people who are timid and scared of what other people think of them make other people timid and scared. But if you walk into a room confident with love, not with confident aggression or confident um, cockiness or arrogance or a stick up your ass or a fucking chin too high. But if you walk in confident, relaxed, no no, no reason to take control over what's going on, just there to be to be there. And then when you take your opportunities to benefit the, the environment, to benefit the conversation, to add to add creative spice to the room, that's when people fuck with you. And they're like, damn, like that dude in the fucking Winter Olympics, I'm going to describe my outfit to you, that dude in the Adidas slides with the, with the mismatching taco socks and the Betty Boop sock and the freaking... <laughs> one of these, my Snickers USA Olympic track pants for, you know, it's 85 degrees in Florida. This is made for fucking 50 degrees. And my, yeah, I work out black crop top with my faded spray tan from competing this weekend and my hair in a, in a bun and half of it out of the bun and my eyes swollen from being stoned. And guess what? I look cool as fuck. Cause I'm, cause I don't get, I don't care. And that's, that's, that's all that matters. If I walk into a room and somebody scoffs at me and I look at them and I smile and I tell them, Hey man, I really like that shirt you're wearing. Those flowers are cool. Cause I mean that. And I don't care what maybe vibe I picked up off of him. Cause I'm confident in myself. Immediately what that does is it breaks down any of the stereotypes he was placing on me because he wasn't expecting that. And whether or not I was doing it because I sensed him stereotyping me or not, I don't even do that anymore. I just don't care if you are or not because even if I'm wrong I don't want to think I know I'm right so I let my ego not matter I just be confident in myself and if I see something I like I say something and otherwise 
everything is fine. And that kind of attitude, thats I think that's kind of what I'm carrying these days, has really been awesome because it's allowed me to just talk to anybody, meet all kinds of people, make all kinds of connections, and start all kinds of uh, new ventures. So that leads me to the ventures thing and every, everywhere I'm at now. So the biggest update for you guys is I officially own Crazy Muscle Nutrition. I'm the sole owner and operator of Crazy Muscle. I uh, purchased my business partner's uh, shares out a couple months ago um, on a good deal. Everybody's happy, which is great. Um, sometimes getting out of business with a friend is, is scary and can go bad, but it's all love from both of us. And so that's that's really ha- exciting for me because I love Cam. And um, now we have now I completely own Crazy Muscle and I've been renovating the ever-loving crap out of it. So at first it was just a big room with supplements on the walls and like a small little mini bar and a desk. Now I've got it turned into a supplement shop, a fitness lounge, a scoop bar where I built an 11 foot bar for people to try all of my supplements by the scoop. So $3 pre-workout, $4 protein, everything in between. Um, I got TVs up, I got posing mirrors, I've got couches, um, I've got Delta 8 in there, I've got Kava, Kratom, CBD, drinks, every energy drink I could find, an outrageous amount of protein snacks because I've been prepping for shows, um, and I've been winning shows. I won my first freaking overall ever this past month, and I won my class, so I haven't won a class in a show since I was 19 years old, have never won an overall. I did both last month at the Mid Florida Classic, and um, this is all while at the same time I took over Crazy Muscle and was literally spending every waking moment there and every sleeping moment there as well. And I wasn't sleeping, so really I was prepping, opening, reopening my store, redoing all of the accounting information, redoing all of the marketing, like literally reopening a whole business. It wasn't even reopening. It's like opening for the first time, dumping money into it left and right. I mean, hand, trying to so many fucking things that come with if anyone's ever opened a small business. It's it's intense. And I did that at the same time as prepping for a show uh, with a new coach, Nikki, who is the most badass superwoman I've ever met in my life. So shout out to IFBB Pro Nicolette Burton on Instagram if you guys want to look her up. But she's the only person I would trust to coach me. And so working with her, my prep was badass, and because she was coaching me, it's probably the only reason I was able to do all of this to an extent. Because um, her dieting and training and, and her um, ability to like take care of my mental health while prepping was so good that I was able to keep up. And then also my mom and my assistant Haley were so like on point with helping me um, be able to do all of this stuff. Like it definitely wasn't a lone project for me. But at the same time, I have been busy 24-7. Like, I was on my feet so much, my ankles were swelling. And I was at 5% body fat with swollen ankles. Like, it's not exactly a good thing. But that was just what I've been doing. I've just been grinding my dick off, eating, not missing meals, not messing anything up, just trying to get everything in. And, uh, you know, I was just about a perfect prep with everything else that I was doing. My shop opened. The um, I won that show. And then I kept grinding and I actually did another show this past weekend and that peak week for that show, not only did I um, have the best week in the shop that I've ever had, so I made the most money that week 
the week of my show that I should be doing nothing and laying down. I was working and selling and marketing and doing everything. And I had the best week I've ever had. And uh, I got it all recorded. I got it vlogged uh, with Zeke. Uh, shout out to Zeke of Nature. Um, all of us are in Orlando. So he uh, vlogged the prep, the peak week, I mean. He vlogged the, vlogged the show, um, vlogged a bunch of stuff, a lot of training videos, a lot of uh, customer interactions, like so much content for the shop and for my page and um, for my bodybuilding. So that's exciting. And uh, just so many things at once. It's, it's incredible. And uh, the, so the fact that the shop worked out, the show worked out, um, is awesome. Um, so I did two shows in the last month. Um, it ended up getting, so this last show I didn't do, do as well. I got first place in men's physique, but I got second in the overall and I actually got fourth place in classic physique, which, um, I'm not really one to talk about judging, but it could have been, it could maybe fourth wasn't deserved, but, uh, I'm not really here to worry about that because it's not my best physique ever. I'm going to keep making better physiques every time I hit the stage. So, um, I already know what I'm going to work on. doesn't matter what I placed because it's in the past. Um, and I'm just here for positivity and judges are not going to be the reason why I'm not proud of myself for fucking working hard because at the end of the day, it's a, it's a judgmental sport. It's, it's based off of, uh, everybody's different. So I can't think of the verbiage that I'm trying to, to, to use correctly for this, but you know, you can't beat yourself up over what a judge thinks when, um, you know, you worked hard and you presented a good physique. I mean, I presented a physique that, um, people made made a point to come and find me afterwards and look for me. I mean, I created a physique where people see me in the gym that I don't know and they recognize my, my lines. So I'm proud of my physique. And you know what? If that's a fourth place physique, then that's not my problem. That's probably somebody else's. So that's cool. That's how I'm going to look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of myself for pushing through all of these different things. And, uh, you know, I'm never going to stop and set and and sit on negativity anymore. Like I'm too blessed. I'm too, I'm too cared about. I've got too many people in my corner that want to see me succeed. Like when I fail, it should just be motivation to be, you know, an even better success. And that's how I've always been the best failure ever. I am the number one failure and that's why I'm going to be the number one success. I am learning so much from these fucking losses, from these failures, from these setbacks, like I am 10 times more prepared than the next guy. And I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm glad that I'm like that. I'm tough enough to go through that shit. And I deserve to have those fucking superpowers that I'm going to come out with because I'm going to use them for good. I'm going to help change people's lives. And I'm, I'm now here for the struggle because I know that it's going to be another fucking battle axe in my, my arsenal of weaponry against evil. Like, I literally want to change the world, and so I'm here to learn as much as I can about how to do that. And right now, I'm using bodybuilding um, to learn my lessons, but there's a lot of other things that I'm doing, too, in order to learn lessons that I can use to um, one day change change things. And I'm starting by changing my world, and that's why I've got the shop. That's why I make it community-based. That's why I try to really involve all different walks of life into my store. I'm not running a hardcore bodybuilding shop that's only catering to one niche. I'm running a hardcore human shop. Oh my God. That's what this is. This is a hardcore human performance shop. And really it's a holistic, it's a hardcore, it's a hardcore holistic shop because I'm actually a health and holistic 
pusher. I'm not here to push SARMs and steroids on people. I'm actually here to push holistic health and understanding and spiritual well-being and and, and, and calmness and serenity. Like, I want people to be fucking happy. They're not. Everyone's stressed. We have so much pain and suffering and wound up, bound up tightness. Just fuck, man. I'm surrounded by it and I want to, I want to help. And I've, I'm learning so much about how to do it to myself. And, you know, everyone's a better coach to other people than myself. So I've helped a lot of people, you know, really make changes. And I see now that like, I don't even have to communicate with someone directly to, to make, to make a change in somebody's lives. I mean, my Instagram these days is, is crazy. I mean, I had a kid come up to me at my last show and I signed his belt and he was so fucking happy. He like, couldn't wait to show his friends and like post it on Instagram. And I was like, I mean, I know I'm not famous, but like the fact that that's even a thing at all, like the fact that there's some kid who knew me and wanted me to sign his belt, I've actually had a few kids be coming up to me, like younger kids. And I'm like, that is so cool, man, because I have, you know, people that shit on me and my, the way I go about my life, you know, my stereotypes, stoner, psychedelic guy, drug dealer, you know, all my fucking negative flaws that you could bash on with a, with a bad tone. But look at who I am. Look, look, bro. Look what happens when you just be yourself and you're not you know, pushing your beliefs onto people. You're not being abrasive. You're just being you and letting people see you be you. Like, yeah, I can be abrasive, but like, it's not like dirty, you know, like your kid should be able to follow my, my Instagram and you should be able to let him see me smoke weed and talk about how you can't abuse anything in life and you have to be able to use it as a tool and not let it take over you and use it to your benefit. Like you should want that should be something you want to, to, to be involved in. Like that open conversation, that, that real true grasp on reality and balance and the fact that everyone has vices and struggles and we shouldn't judge people quickly. We should learn to get to know them first instead of trying to base who we think they are on what they presented to us at first. Cause think about it like this. I was just having a conversation with a friend about this. If you are sitting in a room and you're uncomfortable and, and your mind you're having a conversation right and all of a sudden you become aware of the fact that people in the room might be watching you and so you change your subtle behaviors you change your little you change the way you posture your body you change the way you put your hands you might stop you know flipping your hair or picking at your skin or something you might change the way you're acting because you became aware that somebody's watching you now isn't it weird that somebody watching you might try to judge you based off of how you're presenting yourself and that person's ego is going to make them think that whatever they see you doing is who you are and that they can judge you for it but what's funny is you just presented two different types of people you could present multiple different types of people based off of your awareness of how you're being watched which then leads the person watching you to have so many different perspectives of what kind of person you are and or only one perspective of how you are that's not even real because you are in control of of your subtle cues that that person really has no idea who you are and you have not really presented who you are other than you know just a mix of different things like everybody else's and so what's funny about that is the person who is watching if that's you in your mind in this situation analyzing somebody else you then you have to be careful with your ego 
telling you that you know who somebody is based off what you've seen. And so me as somebody who hyper analyzes subtle cues and psychology, um, for a while I thought I knew people based off of, you know, what I picked up off them subtly. But then I realized that that was my ego telling me how smart I thought I was when in actuality, the person that I'm in front of and engaging with may be acting a certain type of way just because I am physically present. And so that means that I can only judge them so much. I can only get so much of a read off of a person because it's still being manipulated and controlled. And you really shouldn't judge somebody based off of such a lack of information. And it's not in a negative way. That's that's how humans interact. This is how we interact with each other right off the bat. And with me preaching, you know, lack of judgment towards others, this is my example of why we shouldn't be so judgmental is because we don't even know what the fuck we're looking at until we look at it a few times and we really start to understand it. And so if you're the kind of person who thinks they know people like me, which I think I know people and I can get a good read off of people, it's good to take a step back and and check your own ego and check your own, you know, uh, methods of how you go about it. And, And then also realize that, yeah, it's not about trying to guess who that person is. It really is just about being in the moment, embracing how they are now and being yourself so much to the point that everyone is comfortable enough to be who they are to finally be based to be finally be judged based off of based off of what they are. So at the end of the day, instead of judging somebody and trying to act a certain way towards them based off how they're acting, what you should do is just try to make yourself as comfortable as possible as quickly as possible. So that way they catch on to your subconscious comfy vibe and then they get comfy. Then when you guys are both comfy, you can truly start to judge each other. (laughs) Oh my God. That's great. That's hilarious. I mean, I think that's funny, but it's true. And it's, it's not even in a bad way. Like you don't have to judge ever, but if you want to like get to know somebody, that's really what I'm saying by judge. If you want to get to know somebody and learn about them truly, um, and then, you know, see if those are the kind of personality traits you want to be around. Um, then yeah, you got to work on being as comfortable as you can, as fast as you can, because people won't show you their true colors until they're fully comfortable with you. And, uh, you don't necessarily want that to be by the time they're comfortable being with negative Nancy or something. And then you're like, Oh, you're a piece of shit. Mm. The pomegranate tea is interesting. If you like chug it, I feel like it tastes different than if you sip it. That's weird. That probably means it has too much artificial sweeteners in it. I'm just getting hammered by them. Anyways, all right. So that was a good little rant. Let's see where else have we uh, what else have we been working on? Oh yeah. So the website's been doing good. The retrogoods.com's been great. Um, the shop's been growing great. Um, what other stuff? I'm working on getting the truck wrapped soon. I'm working on, um, let's see, my first supplement brand. Uh, I've got a few brands mapped out, and I'm really looking forward to launching my first product. It's going to be a Kana based product for mood enhancement. Kana is a supplement that, um, most people haven't heard of. It's something I recently got into this year, um, for mood enhancement. And, um, I recently learned about the clinical term, uh, sense of well-being. (laughs) 
I was nice to know that that's actually a clinical uh, way of feeling is general well-being and sense of well-being. So I, uh, as somebody who's typically not feeling a general sense of well-being, <laughs> being an anxious fucking crazy person, I was uh, very interested by the uh, the idea of, of uh, kana. So kana is an herb, kind of like, uh, you know, ashwagandha or uh, like lion's, lion's mane is not an herb, but um, like a plant. So like maybe like you compare it to weed or kratom or kava too. Um, but kana is an herb that makes you feel uh, almost euphorically happy. And it get really put me into my present moment and really kept me from having any sort of outside stress really play a role in my uh, my exact moment of reality while I was engaging with customers, whether I was engaging in, you know, in a gym, um, by myself, like my mental, my mental game while using Kana was so sharpened. I was, I was thrilled and I was, I was surprised. I didn't realize that it could be so strong. Like as far as I didn't know anything could be so strong as far as making you feel so calm. Um, You know, ashwagandha is a great product and I use ashwagandha daily, but it's nothing compared to Kana. Um, Weed is nothing compared to Kana. Uh, Kratom, Kava, you know, even some psychedelics, like they're not the same. Like they come with, everything kind of comes with a, you know, a plus and a a minus to it. And the Kana uh, didn't, doesn't, doesn't seem to have any drawbacks and it's not something I need to use every day. And it's something I really enjoy feeling when I take, when it kicks in. So my first product is going to be, um, the Kana gummies and I'm really working, uh, towards opening up other SKUs, but I want the first product that I launch to be something that I'm passionate about. And because I'm doing all of this with low, low, uh, capital, I kind of had to pick and choose where I want to invest my money. So a product that I really, truly believe in and love and can sell fast and reinvest the money into new uh, products, products and product research, then uh, that's kind of what I want to do. So my first product is going to be Kana and that will be coming out in hopefully the next couple months. I'm working on the labels right now um, and the manufacturer is already working on the gummies. Um, they're just getting the formula down for what I'm asking for. And then... Um, yeah, those will be launching here, like I said, hopefully in the next couple months. And then um, hopefully my next product will be the, the nerve pain cream because um, I have so many people surrounding me with nerve issues and nerve pain. And I have my own nerve pain issues that I want to try to heal. Um, and so I'm working on getting this product out as well. And a few others as well as uh, mapping out like a house brand uh, supplement line for Crazy Muscle. Um, and then a gamer series. So (laughs) there's some other rabbit holes. So I told you guys I was filling you in. So in the shop, um, I'm actually working on building out a recording studio and a gamer studio. So what I'm going to do is, um, rent out space in the back for, uh, recording time since I have an engineer and and equipment. And, uh, I'm going to use that to help generate income for the store. And then also, help start my own music career because I do want to get into music um, 
in various forms. And I'll go into that another day when I'm when I'm uh, when I'm feeling like it. But that's one of those dreams that I don't want to talk about too much and then have uh, shit on before I'm really ready to embrace it. So right now I'm really just preparing for it and um, trying to make sure I'm still making money at the same time. So I figured building a recording studio in the back of the shop making money off recording time and then being able to go in there and work myself whenever I want, um, is something that, uh, that I want to do. So that's what I'm doing with that. And then the gamer studio, I'm basically going to start a gamer Twitch, um, channel and I'm going to record gaming after workouts. And then I'm going to, uh, have featured guests that, uh, game in Orlando and do the live streaming. I've got a couple of friends that have big accounts. Um, have them come into the store, advertise their Twitch um, on my Twitch, and then have them promoting my gamer products. And that will be what I use to promote um, my gamer line and then also my supplement shop in Orlando since a lot of the live streams cater to locals first. Um, and yeah, so those are some big ideas that I've got in the works on top of the crazy muscle. Um and I mean, there's there's honestly probably 10 more side hustles being attached to that. I'm about to start working. I'm about to start doing seminars um, of all kinds from dieting 101 to posing 101 to everything in between on at the shop on the weekends. Um, so we're working on filling out space for that. The amount of product that I've gotten in the shop, like I think I spent six, seven grand last week, the last two weeks, and I have been pissing off. The FedEx, the FedEx and UPS trucks have both come to my store two days in a row at the same time and had to back in to unload all the packages. Like the amount of stuff in my shop is incredible. And I got to say, I'm a fucking badass for it. I I am. If I'm going to brag about anything, it's going to be my shop. And that hoe is loaded. She is stuffed. She is fucking full of fucking goodness. Like that thing, that that bitch is about a pop. Like, it's crazy how much product I have in there. And I love it. And, uh, you know, I think it's great. And everyone else loves it too. And there's no bad stuff. So how great is that? A super packed store that's ultra filtered by a freaking bodybuilder. Hell yeah. I don't know. I love it. And the fact that it's mine sometimes is like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Wait, you made that, Zach? I thought that, like, this was a dream and that was somebody else's and you were just pretending it was yours. Like, damn, you really did build that. And yeah, I did. So, you know, (laughs) you know, it's crazy. I've literally been sleeping there for like the last two months because of, uh, I've actually, I got a lot of bad shit going on too. I just, I can't even, I can't even focus on it. You know, I've been getting dicked around with my property where my RV has been parked and I haven't been able to live in the RV for like two months. And I uh, haven't had water in it. haven't had uh, the ability to go to the bathroom in it. It's been awful. So I stopped living there and I've been living at my shop. So I wake up, I go, I was doing my cardio, I did some training, open the store, work 10, 11 hours, close the store, go to the gym next door, uh, shower there. Um, and I basically was just living off of like pre-cooked um, chicken from Walmart and the rice cups or whatever my diet was until I found a girl to meal prep for me. So I have my friend meal prepping food for me sometimes. Um, and I have my assistant like running to get me food from Publix in the middle of the day, like every other day. Um, so that way I can work and not have to like stress out about chasing meals down and cooking. So I ate more pre-cooked bag chicken than like I want to admit, but 
got it done. And, um, shit, what was even my point about that? I don't even know. Hmm. Shit, I forgot what I was really even talking about there for a second. I hate that I do that. I'm such a stoner. But, what was I talking about? What was I talking about chicken for? Pre-cooked chicken in a bag? Uh, <laughs> my truck's making me, uh, uh, I feel like a little kid when you, like, you do the little mouth thing on them. They <laughs> These fucking wheels, man. They're shaking my truck. I need to get a rotation. Um, damn, yeah, see, I don't know what I was talking about. But as far as the prepping goes and everything else goes in the shop, it was dope. Everything's dope. I guess at this point, it's pretty much uh, a good time to cut it off. I mean, I just loaded you guys down with information. There's so much going on. It's not even funny. But I have a lot of new friends, a lot of new people I really want to get into the podcast with. I mean, shit, I just made friends with Derek Lunsford, uh, 212 Mr. Olympia right now. Uh, took some pictures with him on my truck and had some conversations. He's like in Tampa. So um, I want to do a meet and greet with him at uh, my shop. And I'm like, Dude, it would be sick to have Derek Lunsford, Mr. Olympia on my podcast. Like, would you guys, would you guys be interested in hearing, hearing that? Like I would totally pay him to be on there if I needed to. He's, he's, really, he's a really cool guy. I feel like he wouldn't, uh, wouldn't even require me to do that, but um, you know, there's like so many cool things coming. Like, I, I don't even know where to, where to start you guys with the next one. I mean, it's, it's, you just got to stay tuned. You just got to try to keep up, I guess, with me. Cause I, I'm struggling getting the content out of the stuff that I'm doing. And, um, once I can just make a little bit more money, more steady income then I can pay a videographer full time, a good one to actually follow me around and edit as I go. But right now I'm doing I'm doing the most I can. Uh, basically, every time I take a shit, I'm making like three or four posts trying to catch up with all the, the, the footage and the content that I have and I've been making. I mean, I went to Vegas like two months ago. I did a photo shoot for one of the most dopest old school workout brands I've ever seen in my life. And they're supporting me every step of the way. Shout out to Yeah, I Work Out. They definitely deserve it. Um, I mean, there's so much good shit, bro. It's, it's, it's incredible what the retro goods is turning into. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just so excited about all of it. And I'm so excited that people are catching on and catching the vibe. And I'm literally watching people grow because I've been doing this for a few years now. And so I'm watching, like, I'm watching people turn into hustlers and I'm watching people turn into like the shit that they wanted to be a few years ago. And and I see that I've had like, you know, a small role in that. And it, it fires me up to keep doing what I'm doing, man. It, it mean, I refuse to let myself stay in bed. No matter what I wake up feeling like, I am, even if I wake up and don't know what the next thing is that I'm doing, I'm getting out of bed and I'm putting my pants on. And if I can't think straight, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to even sit in the sauna if I can't lift a weight. I'm going to find the most desperate last resort thing I can do to still feel like I'm accomplishing something with my days. And that is exactly what motivates me to when I have the energy push even fucking harder. Cause I know that no matter what, I'm always going to be, you know, doing something that benefits me. And when the day comes that I do need to lay down and not rest and not move and let myself cry and maybe feel and do that, I'm going to do it and I'm going to let myself do it. 
and I'm going to be patient and I'm going to accept it and I'm going to be happy about it because when that moment comes, I'll have earned it and it will be part of a healthy, natural process that people should go through. And, you know, I'm excited for the day that I feel the need to sit and cry for a few hours. Um, but I'm going to make sure that I earn that and that it's not a habit and that it's not out of self-pity but out of the need to truly release emotions in a healthy way. And I allow myself to do that. I allow myself to cry and I allow myself to feel. I just don't allow myself to wallow. And I don't allow my perspective to say to stay small for too long. Because no matter what I'm feeling right now, a moment ago when I felt good, or a day ago when I felt good, or a week ago when I felt good about good things, 99% of those good things are still going on. And if I hadn't had this one bad thing get involved in my perception of life in the world in front of me, then everything would still be good. So what I need to try to do is not focus my perspectives into a small area, a small point on this one negative thing. I need to make sure my perspective is, is taking in all of the um, things coming in. And if I take in all of the things coming in, truly, if I truly look at all of the things that I have coming in, then I'm in a positive balance, not a negative. And that's where I let my perspective settle. I'm in a positive balance, not a negative. So there's negatives and I accept those and I embrace them and I'm willing, I'm willing, able and ready to work through them, but I'm gonna be patient and I'm not gonna make it harder on myself by beating myself up over it. I'm not gonna make it harder on myself by, by thinking about how much I deal with or how much I, I have to, you know, uh, there's no time to try to make yourself feel better about what's going on in that sense. You you should feel better knowing that you're capable of handling what you're going through and, and just ride that out because, I mean, I just have no time for myself to, like, I've got no time for self-pity for myself. I've got some time, like, like I said, like, make time for it, but that shit gets you nowhere, man. That shit gets you nowhere other than more upset and more mad at yourself and it really just fucking takes doing the next best thing for you to grow and over time you'll find out that like the things that you're doing to make yourself feel better they're not doing enough for you so you have to switch them out don't sit there and be like oh my god i've been doing this for a year or two years or forever and it's a waste of time no no it's a process you're now learning that this is something you can adjust to grow so do it so adjust so grow be happy about that. You don't need to have, you know, a bad attitude because you just found out something negative. Like, no, no, it's perspective. Like, let's go. Like, holy shit. You just found this out this whole time. You didn't know. Now, you know, fucking life is different. Go use that. How do you think I found out when I, how do you think I felt when I found out you weren't supposed to push for an hour every time you took a shit? No one told me until I was fucking 19 years old that you weren't supposed to push for an hour. I was sitting there destroying myself every day. I had IBS. I had, I had all kinds of issues. I was sitting on the toilet for hours. So I just found out all I had to do was get the fuck up and wait, walk around, drink a little more water, eat a little more food, and then you go take a dump and it works. You don't got to sit there as soon as your tummy rumbles and just fucking wait. Yeah, it's uncomfy, but just get up. Go do things that you got to do and poop when it's time to poop. Don't sit there for hours and waste your dinner. <laughs> I wasted 18 years of my life taking way too long on the toilet. And that's my happy metaphor for probably some bullshit that you guys are going through. But don't, what are you going to do? Sit there and be mad at everyone? Be, I'm not going to sit here and be mad at my mom for not telling me, my dad, like 
my friends, like, nobody fucking told me. I've been doing this bad for the whole time. Blah, 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 blah. It's too late now, bro. Spilled milk. I'm about to get a tattoo of spilled milk on my arm because so many things in life that fucking suck are spilled milk. You can't put it back in the glass. You can't drink it. You can't salvage it. It's fucking spilt. It's fucking nasty. It's got germies now. It, 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 it's done. It's done. You can't get it back. And you probably have more milk anyways. Or there's more milk coming. There's, some, there's a supply. There's an endless supply of milk. So, you know, fuck that glass. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I look at life. Like, sometimes I notice my, uh, I try to be self-aware. So when I notice myself leave my, my neutral balance of mindset, I'm like, okay, is this spilled milk? Like, is this... Is there spilled milk in front of me that for some reason I'm upset about not getting back? Like, and that, and that is a, a metaphor for so many different things. Uh, but I'll tell you what, if you, uh, you'll know that you're learning that lesson when you're shaking up a protein shake and you fucking go to shake it and the whole lid comes off and you throw protein powder and water and, and, and shit all over your shelves or your, <laughs> your kitchen and you look at it and you don't freak out. Like, it's... When you realize that you looked at it and didn't freak out, you'll be so proud of yourself. Just like me. <laughs> I mean, there are times when that happens, man. I'm just out of the room. I just got to take a second. Like, I could be 100% fine and dandy. And I'm making a protein shake and that lid pops off. Nope. My, my perspective is bust. It's gone. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm upset. But doing this prep, getting dialed in, being a fucking moody mess, I really had to work hard to try to get a grip on my, 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 not my mental state, but just my moodiness, my mood swings, my, my emotions. And, uh, it was hard. It was definitely hard. And I know I put some, some of my closer people around me through it a little bit just by being snappy or by being moody or, um, not wanting to have to repeat myself. And so I'm getting agitated. Like it's not nice when people are trying to help you and you're just being agitated at them. So, you know, I was, I was doing that and I had to really fight and make sure that I was at least letting my people know that I loved them and I was sorry. And I was aware of the way I was acting and, um, I was working on it. And here are, here are some things to, to try to like, make up for that so here's some love here's affection here's things that i'm really appreciative of some gratitude like and apology i like sincere apology for for me having um you know mood swings and, and agitations and stuff even if it's warranted it's it's never uh you know to the degree that seems to come out especially when you're prepping for a show or you're on a cycle or anything like that so um you know i've been learning a lot with with getting a grip on my emotions and, and staying in in control and trying to really just stay in a good middle ground with uh, my mood. And so I'll notice very quickly when my head starts to kind of get in the clouds or my, uh, my blood pressure starts to go one way or another. And I'm like, okay, like you're immediately aware of what's going on. So start to breathe, start to relax, like stay on top of this. Don't start, don't start feeding into your emotions because you know, your logic brain hasn't had time to think this over your emotion brain thought it over the moment you heard it and wants to act on it but your logic side hasn't had time to mull it over so I kind of work between those two as well um, to kind of help me with my my responses and, and my interactions with people and you know it's something I'm really working hard at because I'm not great at like a lot of the things that I talk about are things that I'm bad at and that's why I'm obsessed with them because 
I want to be better. I don't really feel the need to talk about things that I'm good at. Like, you're not going to, I don't know. It's, it's like I've already covered. I'm, I'm trying to focus on things that I need to work on myself. And, um, yeah, so that's one of them. Oh, boy. All right. So for the second time, I'm going to end this podcast in one episode. <laughs> so I'm going to go. I really appreciate you guys so much for the love and support. Um, I know I got some, like, loyal-ass brothers and sisters out there now who really show me support every time I drop a post or a podcast or a video. And um, I just want you guys to know, listening, that I, I see it and I feel it and it means a lot. And that's literally the reason why I'm still here. It's the reason why I'm still doing what I'm doing. It's the reason why I haven't gone and gotten a freaking boring nine to five job and wanted to blow my brains out is because you guys are really showing me that my life and everything I'm trying to do for the better of the world around me is like worth it. Like you guys are making me feel like it's appreciated and it's seen. And uh, I can't really ask for more than that with everything that I'm doing. So like from the bottom of my heart, I'm like so grateful. And, um, you know, this, I really feel like it's just the beginning and it's always been the beginning for me. I feel like this is going to be a never ending journey of growth and connect, connecting with, with everyone and everything around me. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just end it right there. I fucking love you guys. Thank you so much. I hope, I hope this podcast was entertaining for you. Um, I am looking forward to, to doing more. So feel free to go on my Instagram or reach out to me, uh, any way you see fit to, uh, let me know any about anything specifically you might want me to talk about. Um, maybe any guests that you would like me to try to reach out to, to, uh, get onto a podcast, um, or in the shop. I'm open to a lot of things and I have a lot of uh, good connections. So sometimes I can really make cool stuff happen if I'm just, uh, encouraged and motivated to do it. So, uh, with that being said, fucking peace out crazy muscle love for all y'all i I, i'm so stoked to be here and alive and if you're somebody who's debating um whether you or not you want to keep doing it just from the bottom of my heart i'm telling you it's fucking worth it and if you're thinking that hard i bet you there's so much inside of you that the world needs to see that you're you know that you're hiding so i hope one day the world gets to see all the greatness that you feel inside and and maybe one day I'll get to see it too and uh, fucking never do anything to, to dole that out or let it go away because your life matters and you're, you're all of us are capable of amazing things if we just get out of our own way. And so I hope I'm encouraging you to get out of your own way and uh, live your best life and be your best, best self and your best version that you possibly can and to be patient with, uh, with uh, the process and the growth along the way. All right, guys, retro out. Peace.